Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. Today I'm talking to David Wax uh, from Handwritten Services. So, David, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Norbert. Thanks for having me. This is super cool. Yeah, it's absolutely great to have you here. It's a complete new topic today. Um, and well, one thing that I need to mention: handwritten with why, right? <laughs> Correct. Yep. Handwritten, spelled with a Y instead of an I. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, uh, because we love you, you know, just like the old Mickey Mouse song. No, the, the reason is um, our notes are not actually handwritten. They're not written with an I. They're written with a Y. So uh, instead of handwriting, like writing a note out on paper, we use robots to write your handwritten notes for you. Um, this allows you to scale your uh, handwritten outreach uh, drastically. So instead of having one or two people sitting in an office writing handwritten notes, we have 120 robots that can write those notes for you in real ballpoint pen. We just use a standard uh, Pilot G2 ballpoint pen. Each robot was built in our facility in Phoenix, Arizona. It's completely custom. Um, and then we send out, you know, uh, tens of thousands of notes a week on behalf of our clients. Um, oh, so it's wow. not actually written with, you know, it's not handwritten with an I, it's not handwritten, it's handwritten with a Y because it's written by a robot. Um, what's cool about it is we tie into Sync Spider, we tie into Zapier, we tie into all these other platforms, API integrations, that type of thing. So it really allows your e-commerce uh, listeners and clients to be able to fully automate their handwritten note outreach. When somebody uh, buys their first purchase, uh, anniversary of purchase, hits a certain payment threshold, whatever that might be, we can trigger a handwritten note at that point. Oh, that's cool. And I just wanted to... I didn't want to interrupt you, but... 120 robots. Correct. Yeah. And That's, building more wow. all the time. Yeah. yeah so. Great. Uh, when we started this business, we started with an off-the-shelf uh, handwriting machine. We quickly outgrew it. So then we went down this path of designing our own uh, robot technology. Um, now we build those in one part of our facility. Uh, we have staff dedicated to just building these robots. They're built out of a combination of 3D printed parts, laser cut parts. We have a laser cutter that can cut through half-inch acrylic. Um and then uh, electronic componentry that we source. Uh, we put these robots together. They're all controlled via actually systems orchestration technology. So for your uh, super uh, techie listeners, we use Ansible and all these other tools to orchestrate updating the robots and all that type of stuff. But but yeah, it's um, what we're proud about um, just as we're proud about the robots, we're proud about what they do. And they write out handwriting that's totally indistinguishable from human handwriting. It has variation and nuance to it. So two O's together look different. Um, every L in the note might look different. Uh, we cross 
you know, if you have two T's together, we'll cross those two T's with one line instead of two. Uh, we vary the spacing between lines. We vary the left margin so it doesn't all start at the same point um, to create a really very, very realistic looking note. We can even include your signature or write the note out completely in your handwriting if you submit enough samples for us to create that handwriting style. Nice. And to which countries do you deliver? Uh, well, we deliver to 120 some odd countries, uh, pretty much any country that can accept a U.S. international stamp. Uh, but if you're looking for us to mail locally, currently we only drop notes in the mail in the States. So uh, if you're okay with that international postmark, we can mail it to your customer um, from the United States. If you'd rather do a big bulk job and, and have us write out 10,000 notes, we can then ship those to you ready for stamping. And then you would just stamp them in your local country and then drop them in your local mail. Right. And if you send them from the, from the US, um, do, they, do they really come to all those countries? Do you have feedback that really um, go there? I would hope so. Uh, yes, I mean, uh, typically, yes, they do get delivered. Uh, we, you know, with some of the sample kits that we send out to clients overseas, that type of thing, sometimes they get returned for lack of postage. But those sample kits are are, are quite heavy. Um, for a simple one-page note in the mail, we we don't see too much. Uh, we don't have too much lack of deliverability there. What we can't deliver um, overseas is uh, gift cards. But that's yeah. more because the gift cards won't work. Um, a, a Starbucks card that you buy in the States won't work in Germany. Okay, got it. Totally understand. So how did you get into all this? How did you get into e-commerce? Yeah, thank you for asking. So um, I started Handwritten seven years ago. We're the largest uh, handwriting service provider in the world. But prior to that, I had a company called Sellit, C-E-L-L-I-T. It was a text messaging platform. We'd send over a million text messages a day for, for leading retailers like Abercrombie & Fitch, um, Toys R Us, um, Office Max, that type of thing. Um, what I I sold that company, and in that process, what I realized is uh, we were kind of a little bit of a part of the problem. Um, you know, people are now inundated with electronic communication. The average office worker gets about 140 emails per day. They spend just about 25% of their day managing email, and then you throw on top of that Facebook messages, Twitter messages, Slack, uh, intercom all these other forms of communication, they're just spending their day trying to balance it all and trying to get through it all. So um, what we wanted to do was create a form of communicate or find a form of communication that really cut through the, the din, really cut through the chatter. And so our solution to that was old-fashioned handwritten notes, uh, not printed junk mail, but handwritten notes because junk mail gets thrown away too. Um, what we find with handwritten notes, and there's a lot of stats out there, you could visit handwritten.com with a Y uh, to, to learn more, but uh, handwritten notes have a 300% higher open rate, a three times higher open rate than print mail. Uh, the call, the response rate to handwritten calls to action is about three to five times greater. Um, we have clients sending out coupon codes and handwritten notes with an 18 to 20% response rate versus a three to 5% response rate they get with traditional um, email and print. So um, it really is quite effective. I mean, it's more expensive 
because you have real stamps and you have real paper and then the time it takes the robot to write it out, then we have to match the card in the envelope and stuff it, all that. So it is more expensive, but the ROI is is certainly there. Absolutely. I really need to think about, right, uh, use that service also for our SingSpider. Yeah, <laughs> it's really very interesting. Um, so um, what, what, what makes you better than the competition? Uh, yeah, and, and pardon me, I'm just quitting talking about electronic communication. I, I have a hard time turning off all the bleeps and blurps that my computer is doing. So I apologize if you heard no that. Uh, what makes it better than the competition? Well, there are a few competitors in the uh, scaled handwritten outreach space. There's one out of the out of Europe uh, called Scribeless, but it's a laser printed solution. Um, so while it does look relatively real, um, it's laser printed. It's not a pen on paper, and people will lick their finger and try to smear the writing, and it it won't it won't smear, and you don't get all the nuance from the pen moving over that paper like you would with our solutions. So, um, so there's the fact that we are actually laser uh, pen written is probably the biggest. Once you talk about pen written communication, there are a few other players in that space too. There's a company in Germany called Pensaki. I, I don't know if they're still around or not, um, but to my knowledge, we're the largest um, provider um, out there by a factor of ten. Um, we just, you know, our robotic technology—it's um, just—we uh, we spent a lot of time developing, and not only the handwriting, which a lot of our competitors have done. They've come up with their handwriting. I think ours is substantially better than theirs, um, primarily because most other people's solutions do either one of two things. Either they use this off-the-shelf auto pen solution by a company based in Virginia. Um, that writing is very non-random. So every A will look the same, every B will look the same. You know, there's no real variation in the writing. It looks more like a typewriter that wrote in a handwriting font, if that makes sense. So uh, there's that um, versus us where we really take the best features of randomization that are provided by some technologies that we use for randomization, ligature combinations, kerning, all that stuff to create a truly uh, uh, authentic-looking product. So that's that's part of it. The other thing is um, we've invested a lot in paper feeding, which might sound funny, but our biggest competitor used to be a company called Bond, B-O-N-D. They used a 3D printer to write out those notes. And then they'd had no paper feeding mechanism. So after the note was written, somebody had to go there, take the paper off the machine and put the next piece of paper on. And because of that, it was like a Gutenberg press from the 1700s. Um, There's no scale to it. You know, um, What we've spent a lot of time doing is perfecting our paper feed so we can have the throughput to get these notes out quickly. And to our knowledge, nobody has that combination of authentic writing and paper handling to get your notes out quickly. Um, the other players in the space, if they're not using that off-the-shelf handwriting robot, they're typically using a 3D printer. A 3D printer can write, but the prop because that, for those of you that don't know, a 3D printer basically moves up, down, left, and right, and it squeezes plastic onto a plate and, and then slowly builds up that plastic. It squeezes it, moves up a little bit, squeezes it, moves up. With a handwriting arm, you do the same thing. You move up, down, left, and right. You just don't squeeze ink. You just go all the way down and move your pen um, 
to do that. The problem with using a 3D printer instead of our writing arm is that a 3D printer's writing arm, or what is a, uh, a 3D printer extrusion arm, is not it is called a gantry. And a gantry has a lot of momentum, inertial mass to it. It's massive, right? So if you move this thing fast to write letters on a page, you're going to end up with jitter. You're going to end up with squiggly writing. So their solution to get around this is to write in a felt-tipped pen, which kind of looks okay, kind of not. And it also, they have the same issues with writing good, you know, with really varying the characters of the writing and all that if they haven't gone down that path of really perfecting that solution. We have the software, we've got the hardware, we've got the paper feed. We've really figured it out over these last seven years to have the best solution. And then when you tie that to our integration possibilities through SyncSpider and all these other integration uh, mechanisms, there's nobody that meets it that comes anywhere near uh, the capabilities that we have. I mean, we integrate directly in salesforce.com. We integrate directly in HubSpot. We've got this full integration platform that nobody nobody can touch. Really, this is insane. Automation is the key here again. So it uh, doesn't matter what we're talking about, always some kind of integration needed. Um, what, as an e-commerce store owner, what could I do to, to make use of that. So let's say, um, what makes sense to get the people back to my store, uh, purchase something else, make an upsell? So how can I make revenue because of writing some handwritten cards to them? Well, I think, honestly, uh, looking for ROI, I, I don't want to seem like uh, ROI is not important. ROI is absolutely important, but in this day and age, of uh, you could buy anything on Amazon or Alibaba or whatever, just saying thank you for that purchase is incredibly powerful to the customer. So yeah. please don't under... And while it's hard to track that, I think your overall lift, your overall average revenue per customer, will, uh, your retention rates, all that will increase by doing the human thing and sending a handwritten note. So my first step is thank the customer for the sale. That cannot be under that cannot be overstated. Let me give you an example. Um, we have a customer, they're not an e-commerce brand. They they actually are a piano tuner. So they go in your house once a year to tune your piano. Um, they're only in your house once a year. A piano only needs to be tuned once a year. But after tuning your piano, they have an automation set up that sends a handwritten note to that customer. A year later, they go back to that house to tune that piano again. That handwritten note is still sitting on the piano, still reinforcing that piano tuner's brand, still reminding that customer to use that piano tuner. I don't think you're going to find another form of communication that has that longevity. You know, if you send somebody an email, it might be in their inbox for a few days. Maybe they print it out although doubtful, but it's not going to sit there. If you send them a text message, then you know that's going to be gone in two minutes. So there's that longevity there. And then really with COVID and everything else going on, people really like to feel wanted and needed because so many people are isolated right now. So to reach out and send a handwritten note now, I think is extremely powerful. As far as ROI goes... There's absolutely ROI there. We have a client, they're an e-commerce, they're a large e-commerce suit 
um, bespoke suit company. You basically send them your, your measurements and they go to China, make a suit and mail it to you right away. With them, they send out these uh, coupon codes around the holidays to give you eight, uh, to give you $50 off your next suit purchase. And they have an 18 to 20% redemption rate um, compared to their 3% for standard coupons. So coupons certainly work. We're seeing a lot of win-back usage. Um, so if you happen to screw up an order with a client and send a handwritten note apologizing and providing some sort of... Uh, gift code or, or uh, credit for that. Um, we have one client, they're a meal bo- a snack box provider. So um, you can subscribe to the service for your office. They'll send you twice a month boxes of snacks. You put those in your office and you know your employees can have them. They uh, found that if they screw up with a client and they send another box of snacks and a handwritten note apologizing, and I'm not going to lie, the extra snacks absolutely help. But if they send a handwritten note apologizing for that, that client ends up worth more to them than if they never screwed up in the first place. So then obviously what they do is they just screw up with everybody, send everybody a handwritten note and raise their overall uh, average lifetime value of clients. So there's certainly the win back example. Um, we have clients using this for referrals, uh, you know, uh, pr- providing unique uh, referral codes to clients and that type of thing too. Uh, reaching out to uh, influencers. If you're looking to, you know, visit our website, leave a review, um, or you, whatever that is, uh, there's opportunities for real call to action beyond just sending out coupons or repeat purchase. Very interesting. Um... What role does automation play in your operations? Oh, it's everything. So we have a full flow. If you visit handwritten.com, and I mean, from a, from a we are a very automated company. Um, but if you visit handwritten.com and request samples, you're going to go through a whole flow without knowing it, where you're assigned a sales rep in Pipedrive, our CRM system. You're then sent your handwritten note samples. You're then added to a Persist IQ email, custom email drip campaign. You're added to our MailChimp standard email campaign. Um, and then we're, we track you throughout that entire process. So uh, for inbound sales leads, we have a, a substantial amount of automation tracking. For outbound, I actually wrote a blog post about it on our website. It's called the Handwritten Automation Playbook, Outbound Automation Playbook, that talks how we use um, third-party uh, talent through Upwork to collect uh, land uh, uh, mailing addresses of contacts. We then send them all a handwritten note. We then insert them in a persist IQ email drip and uh, reach out to our outbound prospects that way. Um, here in the office, uh, you know, we're automated um, vertically. So we build the robots here. We print the stationery here. We have a full digital print press um, taking up a substantial room uh, amount of space in the office to, to print out these notes. Uh, so we're fully automated in that regard as far as when an order comes in, it gets placed in a hot folder on the computer, and then that generates the cards for up for the digital press, which prints them out, cuts them, scores them, all of that type of stuff. Um, finally, from a QA perspective, uh, we've we've really innovated in the quality assurance space. So when orders come in, 
they're batched by card type. So if you had your own card with us, Norbert, you know, maybe it had a picture of you on it and you sent 50 of those throughout the day. At the end of that day, we're going to take all 50 cards, all 50 orders and put them in one master manifest. Um, that way we can stick 50 Norbert cards in the robot at once and not one robot card here and one robot card there. We'll, we'll do it all at once for efficiency. We'll then print out that manifest as well. That manifest has a QR code on it and details about the orders that have come through the system. Um, so then when we take those envelopes off the envelope uh, handwriting robe and the cards off the card handwriting robot, we put them together. We bring that with that printed manifest to QA, who then uses another uh, machine learning system to ensure that the correct note gets stuffed in the correct envelope. You know, sending one correct note to uh, one note and envelope to a person is easy, but when you're doing ten to twenty thousand of these a day, uh, you know, which during the holidays we can do twenty thousand of these, it can it can be quite um, quite risky. So we've really invested in. Uh, machine learning algorithms, machine vision, uh, artificial intelligence um, as, as part of our process to automate the entire flow from printing a card all the way to QAing the order. Wow. And this all for a handwritten card, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Yeah, yep. it's insane, but <laughs> it is the mass, of course. And I, I really love it. I love the idea. I always... Had uh, what, what I love personally is um, when I get a package from an order that I placed um, and the one who packed the package really has a handwritten note inside. So it's different. It's really a manual process, of course, for a lot of companies. But I assume that this is also something that you can inbox. automate. Yeah, yep. inbox. Yeah, so, uh, so most of our notes we've been talking about uh, take the step of first you create a handwriting style um, or you use one of our off-the-shelf handwriting styles. You could call it a font, but I could get into a whole uh, debate with you as to why it's not a font. There's technical considerations there on what a true type font is versus what we are. So we're a handwriting style. Um, with inbox notes, we actually have some unique options because creating a completely personalized inbox note is typically not logic, uh, uh, logistically feasible because you know, you've know you got orders flying down the line, boxes are getting stuffed, out the door they go. You don't have the time to wait for a robot to write that note or for us to ship you those notes for inclusion in the box. What you'll typically do is take a pre-written note that we've written for you and insert it in that box. Because it's not unique, I mean, it could be one of 10 different designs you work with us on, whatever. Instead of using a handwritten font or a handwriting style, what we can do is you can write out that note longhand in your handwriting and scrawl it all over that page, draw a picture, um, you know, put your messy signature, and it could be completely organic looking, flying all over that page. We will then recreate that exactly. So any doubt anybody had that it looked like a penned handwritten note, out the window. It looks 1,000% like a scribbled note. Um, we do this for major mattress manufacturers, for major meal boxes. So when you buy that mattress in the mail and it comes, you know, those foam mattresses that get shoved in the, the super heavy box, you open up that box, 
First thing you see is a handwritten, handwritten note, and that handwritten note has a special message like, thank you for purchasing our mattress. And then below that is a drawing of somebody sleeping in the bed, dreaming of their cat, you know, a little thought bubble showing their cat. So we've created 15 or 20 of those designs so that if you buy two mattresses, your first box doesn't have the same note as the second, which reinforces that it looks real. And then when your friends get one, their note looks different. Then what happens is people take those notes, they take pictures of them and put them on Instagram and Twitter, and you create a whole viral aspect to that campaign as well. So it does a few things. It reinforces that your brand is personal. It thanks the customer for their purchase. And then it also creates a whole viral aspect without you even asking. We have a client that is one of the largest YouTube uh, daily morning shows on YouTube. So they've got a million followers or whatever around the world. If you join, if you, I don't know, something crazy. Maybe it's not a million. I, I don't, I, I'm not exactly sure, but it's, it's, it's up there. If you join their loyalty program or their fan club, and tens of thousands have, the first thing you get is a handwritten note from the stars of that morning show. They haven't gone through the effort at all of customizing that handwritten note or changing it. Every single person who gets the handwritten note, it says the same thing. Uh, it just says their name, you know, dear Norbert, you know, we're excited to have you in the club. And then, you know, their signatures at the bottom. You'd be surprised how many thank you note pictures are on Twitter of the exact same handwritten note over and over again. People love them. And if they don't get them in a certain amount of time, either because maybe they gave us the wrong address or whatever, they, or it got lost in the mail, to your point, they reach out to the YouTube show and complain because they're expect, they've seen on Twitter all these other people getting handwritten notes and they want theirs. So it's pretty, <laughs> pretty interesting, pretty interesting how serious this is. Yeah, absolutely. So I truly believe in that, that it really works. Um, last question for today. Um, yes. Who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? That is an excellent question. The most about e-commerce. So uh, besides you, Norbert, I listened to another podcast called the Inbound Marketing Success Podcast with Kathy Booth. I don't know if you've listened to that one at all, but it's excellent because she does, as you do, she does deep dives with subject matter experts just to learn a lot about... I mean, her background is HubSpot automation. So learn a lot about HubSpot, which we actually don't use, but just about integration technology. You should be on that show to talk about SyncSpider. Uh-huh. Um, Would be nice. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to talk about all that. Uh, but every, I, I just get, you know, I can't think of one particular thing from that show, but I listen to that show quite regularly to learn more about SEO um, SEM, that type of that type of thing. I do have a a close friend that I grew up with here in Arizona, who's now a uh, his name is Joe Sinkwitz. He's a big expert in search engine optimization. Um, I've learned quite a bit from him as well. Awesome, thank you very much for that interview. It was really really interesting, and I love the aspect that a handwritten note nowadays really can make such a difference. So absolutely, you can really. Um, get more trust from your customers when you send them a handwritten note after purchase. It needs to be, of course, after every purchase, but 
the first purchase, an annual um, 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 uh, renewal or something like that, or a specific amount, as uh, as David said, um, that, that was reached to really say just thank you. Don't try to need an upsell, uh, an upsell. Don't try to sell something else. Just say thank you. And, exactly. Um, it's perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you, Norbert. I really appreciate your time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. 